Motherhood is magical. It gives you the power to fall in love with someone before ever meeting them. It gives you amazing instincts to look after your cubs. It fuels you in ways you can't explain to keep going no matter how exhausted you are. And it expands your heart and fills it with more love than you ever felt. Proud, happy mama. So welcome to the show this week, guys. I'm reporting from Florida. Super happy that it's sunny and been cold. I wanted to welcome our guest this week. It's Bailey Eisman. She works with me at the Pivotal Companies and she's a new mom and she's really persevered. And I talk a lot about on the show about perseverance and, you know, she's a new mom. She sent me her quote. Her quote was your speed doesn't matter. Forward is forward. And I thought that was an excellent segue into her perseverance and everything that she's about. So she's a new mom that's had quite a go of it with her new daughter, Oakland. Oakland is very adorable and she's thriving, which is most important and most critical. Um, Bailey, tell us a little bit about your story into motherhood. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, so first off, my husband and I actually struggled with infertility for over three years. And I was, my biggest fear in life was being told that I couldn't have kids. So I was too scared to go to the doctor. So after three years, I finally was like, okay, now's the time. So I went to the doctor and that was on a Wednesday. Well, the following, we started all of the infertility testing and all of that. So the following Saturday, I actually found out that I was pregnant. So I was actually pregnant at my infertility appointment. That's awesome. Yes. So um, we started that journey and I feel like I was really nervous throughout my whole pregnancy. I just kind of had a guard up because, uh, because of struggling with infertility for so long. Um, but everything went great. My whole pregnancy was great. Um, at 36 weeks, I actually tested positive for GBS, which is group B strep, which is very common. It's normal. Most, um, quite a few women have, and I think it's one in four, if I'm not mistaken, but, um, most women have it, have it, and it is just a, um, bacteria that your body, body naturally creates. Um, but it can be detrimental to babies and you can pass it on to your baby through delivery. Um, so I actually had a C-section, which isn't common to pass that on to your baby. Um, but I went ahead, my OB went ahead and gave me the antibiotics to help prevent that. Well, um, at two weeks and five days, my daughter, um, started getting sick and she was dealing with bowel issues and going to the restroom. So we took her to the emergency room. She became lethargic and wasn't really moving. So we took her to the emergency room and they were able to get her to go to the bathroom. And then they actually just sent us home. And my husband was like fighting. He was like, no, this isn't her because she was still acting lethargic. And they just kept saying, oh, you just have a happy, a happy, calm baby. And he was like, no, this is not my baby. She does not just lay here like this. Um, so we went ahead and they, we had no choice really, but we brought her home and they treated us like we were first time parents that just were overreacting. Um, so we brought her home and a few hours later, I had the motherly instinct that this was not okay. She was not okay. So I took her back and when we took her back the next morning, a couple hours later, actually, um, she was in septic shock and respiratory failure. They ran every test possible. They did lumbar punctures, um, blood draws, IVs, everything. And actually I 
watched them do a lumbar puncture and she didn't even flinch. She was so out of it, like did not move. Um, so that was really hard, but I'm glad that I had that motherly instinct to take her when I did and to fight for her because if I would have just trusted the doctors telling me the night before that she was fine, she wouldn't have made it another probably 30 minutes. Um, so they did all the testing and they hooked her up to everything and they actually transported her from the trauma unit to the pediatric intensive care unit. Um, and whenever we got up to the PICU, she actually stopped breathing and had to be put on a ventilator. And that was the hardest thing I had ever been through because, you know, we were in the room with her and they said, she's not breathing. And then immediately they were grabbing me and my husband telling us to go wait in the waiting room. And so we were sitting in that waiting room. And the last thing I heard was she's not breathing. And then you're just sitting there not knowing, you know, and then the doctor comes out. Sorry. It's okay. Hey, it's a big journey that you went through. So, I mean, I appreciate you opening up and sharing. I mean, this is really a true testament to a mother's perseverance and your instincts. So, so proud of you for, for trusting in that, especially being a new mom. So, I mean, that's a, that's a lot to go through in a short amount of time for sure. So we um, were sitting in the waiting room, just waiting. And finally the doctor came out and that it was just one of those stomach dropping moments because you're like, what is she going to say? What is she going to say? She didn't make it like, you know, cause that's just what you expect, you know? And so, um, so she came out and they put Oakland on a ventilator. So she was put on life support and she, um, came out to tell us that she was okay. She was stable for the moment. Um, and she had to be, they wanted to put a pick line in, <clears throat> a pick line in, which is a, um, it's like a really long IV that goes through the vein all the way up to the heart. And it just makes it easier for um, infants to receive a lot of antibiotics because they knew she was going to have to have a lot of antibiotics for whatever she was fighting. Um, we still weren't sure what she was fighting because we were waiting on all of that testing to come back. Um, but they did say that they were expecting, you know, something severe and they knew it was an infection. Um, so we waited and waited longer. We had to wait for them to do her pick line, which is a sterile procedure. So we waited two hours for them to do that. Um, so once again, we're still just sitting in this waiting room, just waiting. And um, finally, everything was said and done. We were able to go back in there and be with her and, um, it was so hard. It was hard to see her, you know, not really on anything. She had an IV and they had put an oxygen mask on her at first, but it was hard going back into the room and seeing everything else that she was hooked up to once we got in there. So we got the confirmation that it was meningitis. There's viral and bacterial meningitis. So we were still waiting on the cultures to grow to see exactly which kind it was. Um, but they were leaning more towards the bacterial meningitis just based on my diagnosis of having the group B strep at delivery. Um, so we were doing the right treatment already. They had her on the strongest antibiotics possible, and we could really tell that she was doing good on the ventilator. They kept um, having times when she would just open her little eyes and look at us or hold on to our fingers and things like that. So she was doing really well with the antibiotics and we knew that that was working for her. Um, so we knew she was making progress. 
So they actually, while we were in the PICU and while she was on the ventilator, they wanted to go and do an MRI just to check her brain because meningitis attacks the brain. And so they wanted to see how bad her brain swelling was, if there were any abscesses or any lesions caused by the meningitis to see if we were looking at um, brain damage in the future. Um, so they had to get her ready for the MRI and do all of that, the transporting and everything like that and put her under general anesthesia to um, complete the MRI. So they did that and thankfully we got the results back from that, that she had no brain damage. She did have swelling of the brain, which is to be expected with the meningitis. Um, they had to do a repeat lumbar puncture and they, so they did that and we actually found out that she had bacteremia and meningitis, which bacteremia is infection of the blood. So she was fighting both the infection of the blood and the infection of her spinal fluid, which was the meningitis. Um, same treatment though, we kept her on the antibiotics and we were still going the right route. Thankfully, she started doing better as she was receiving more and more of the antibiotics. So the um, so we were able to take her off the ventilator only four days later. So thankfully, she was only on life support for four days. So we are super blessed for that. Um, and then they moved us down to a regular room for treatment. And we had treatment for 14 days after that. So we were in the hospital for about three weeks total fighting this. And afterwards, we were sent home with only being told that she may have developmental delays, she may have hearing loss. These are all things we're just gonna have to monitor her for, which we still are to this day. Um, she was doing really good from the meningitis. We were home for only four days and we had to go back to the hospital for another infection. They weren't sure if it was from the meningitis again. They put her back on antibiotics and she fought those. We were only there for three days that time. And since then, she's had little sicknesses, but she has made a full recovery. We're working with a developmental therapist um, on her developments. And so far, everything is looking good. So she has made such a huge improvement. So what a story, Bailey. I can't imagine like going through that, what you went through and having to sit in that waiting room. And, you know, obviously your pivotal family was over here, you know, rooting for you guys and cheering you on and praying and sending all the healing vibes for Oakland. And Oakland is adorable. Um, you can see Oakland on Bailey's uh, social media channels. Um, she, but, but Oakland wears bigger bows than her head. <laughs> And she's adorable. Um, but I, I noticed I watched, I, wa I followed your story, obviously, because we work together, but also it's just caught my attention. And I watched you talking about her de potential developmental delays um, on your TikTok. And she seems thriving. I mean, you know, you and my daughter, Ashley, were due about the same time. And I watch what um, Emmeline does. And, and I can see with Oakland and she seems perfectly growing like she should. And, you know, what a blessing that is. And, you know, true testament to you and to Joey for your perseverance and being new parents. It's, it's kind of like being a first time pregnant person, or, you know, I found this a lot, just being a female trying to get doctors to listen to us about our bodies. And, you know, they want to chalk it up often, unfortunately to, you know, you're fine. And I've seen that in other cases with my own daughter, with Brittany, um, I've seen it with myself. I've now seen it with you. And I'm, there's millions of women that go 
through this where, you know, we're, we're, we know our bodies best and we know when something's right or wrong. I feel that way as a parent as well, that we know, you know, you know what your child's like. And, um, you know, as Oakland continues to grow, you'll probably have the experiences many parents have. I've had them when my kids were little, they would be lethargic at home. I take them to the doctor, they act fine. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so, so I'm sure there's some of that that plays into from a medical perspective of, you know, is this a first time parent scare or not? But I mean, thank goodness for your guys's perseverance and your, you know, for, for Oakland's sake. And, you know, it's just so good to see you guys thriving and not having to be at the hospital like you were and having such blessings. So, you know, I really appreciate you opening and sharing your story. I know you've been advocating it on your TikTok and through your social channels um, for Oakland, but truly kudos to you, Bailey, because a lot of people would you know, maybe not act and the outcome could have been very drastically different. And so, you know, my hat's off to you and Joey as parents and new parents that how lucky is Oakland that she has you guys fighting and rooting for her for the rest of her life. And so, you know, I'm just thankful that you were able to come on and share with me and our listeners um, your story. And my message, I guess, to everyone is that you know, be like Bailey. Um, don't, don't just take no for an answer and don't give up. If you trust in your gut and you know, something's not right, fight for it and fight for your children and fight for your family and fight for your friends and fight for yourself. Um, because, you know, things could have very been very different had you not have done that. So um, I applaud you guys truly. Well, I think that concludes this week's uh, episode. Thank you guys for joining and listening. We'll be back next week with another mom. I'm super excited to talk to um, our next guest and I think you guys will be as well. So thanks for joining and thanks for listening. And Bailey, again, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Take care guys. Have a good week. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please hit like and subscribe.